Hello and welcome. I'm Daniel. And I'm Andrew. We're brothers. And this is the Daniel and Andrew Show. Where we give our opinions about movies and TV that we've been watching lately. So, Andrew, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm doing all right. Um, how was your uh, week and weekend? Yeah, well, I spent most of it with you, so you should know how that went. <laughs> so it must have been delightful because I was there. Uh, yeah, that's the word I'd use for it. Yeah. yeah, I think we had a pretty good time. Um, Andrew is out of town still. He's uh, with uh, our mom and um, our little brother was graduating. So we went out there and he's sticking around for a little longer and I'm back I'm back home. Um, we had a good week. We went to San Francisco and went to his graduation and he became an Eagle Scout. So we went to his honor ceremony or whatever. Um, it was a good time. Uh, stayed yeah, in a good. hotel and all that stuff. Um, I would like to take a moment to talk about planes and um, you uh, people should, uh, I think, be a little more courteous about what they do on airplanes. Uh like uh, maybe not have beef jerky that is uh, like chili flavored and it smells really bad when you're sitting next to people or it's not that big a deal. Smoke cigarettes before they come on their plane because the guy next yeah. to me today smelled like cigarettes. So that was not fun. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it was funny because the, the guy I, sat next to him on the flight there. He's all tatted up and everything. And, uh, you know, look like a hardcore guy. And then he pulled out his phone and started watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So, you know, pretty funny. Uh, mm. And the lady in front of him, I saw through the crack. She was watching John Wick. So definitely mm. different than what I thought certain people would be watching. But... It was a short flight, so it was all right. Anyway, June, you had a good weekend then? Uh, My flight, the person next to me was watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Good one, good one. With the first one, I'm guessing? I think she watched both because I had a four-hour flight. Oh, dang. I don't think she finished the second one, but yeah. Maybe she was catching up before she was going to see the third one or something. Probably. Cool. Well, there was, um, I there was time on the flights to watch uh, trailers. Um, so the trailer trains pulling in. Uh, we saw a couple trailers this week. Uh, one we saw in front of the movie that we're going to talk about today which was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Mutant Mayhem, I believe is what it's called. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you think of that trailer? Um, I mean, they've had past anime, animated um, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies before. I think I've seen the previous one. Right. Um, and I mean, that one never really knocked my socks off. This one, you know, probably isn't going to knock my socks off. So it looked pretty, pretty normal stuff. You know, they just have Jackie Chan's voice randomly in there as a, the uh, rat. I'm blanking out on his name. Sp- uh, Sp- Splinter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? Um, I think it looks pretty good, actually. Um, the animation style is different and fun. Um, it actually seems funny. Um, I've never been a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles guy, but you know it it looks worth a watch it went you know it didn't look like a waste of time it's probably will be short and i think they've really tried to make the turtles work and i think they got some different people it's not michael bay or anything those were the most recent live action were michael bay so i think they got some people that actually care about it to make it so i think that's what's good about it um it looks like they put a lot of work into it didn't just kind of slap dash it put it together and people that were actually fans of the turtles before our voices in the movie so yeah it's always good when people know the source material and like the source material make the movie usually makes it better still could be terrible though Okay. Um, what else we got? Um, we also had Hidden Strike, uh, which is a movie more, with more Jackie Chan, right? Yeah, that's right. Jackie Chan and John Cena. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie looks bad. Yeah, it does. It um, definitely does. But I'll watch it because it has John Cena and Jackie Chan. I can tell you I've seen worse Jackie Chan movies and I've I'm enjoyed sure. them. So um, were they good movies? No, but I don't know. Something about specific Jackie Chan cringe just makes me laugh like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um I have no idea where they shot it, but it looks like they shot it in somebody's backyard or something. Um, And the CG looks pretty bad. It's probably not an American movie. It's probably Chinese movie or something, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll probably check it out though. It's definitely like Jackie's like stud crew and all of his people and stuff. And yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So, hopping off the train here, there was lots of, weirdly, a lot of um, stuff this week came out news wise. Um, all right, Andrew, what do you want to talk about? Uh, superhero stuff, superhero stuff. Um, or, um, 
you know, kind of like superhero stuff and then some weird left turns after that. So I what, mean, just start us on the superhero stuff. Let's get all it right. all the way. So Spider-Man 4 has been delayed. The one with Tom Holland will be is delayed because of the writer strike. Um, as well as an animated Spider-Woman movie, which is apparently far along, but we've heard virtually nothing about it. And a live-action Miles Morales movie is also delayed because of the writer's strike. But those were confirmed by Amy Pascal at the opening of Spider-Verse. So some interesting random things are in the pipeline you think yeah we're just gonna get delays left and right from this rider strike i'm sure we'll yeah. be talking about this for a while but she, delays. she kind of gave us information as well as said things are being delayed so yeah um do you think the spider woman movie is the one in spider-verse or like uh that's not what i was thinking but I suppose it could be. I don't know. She seems to have a story, and I'm she- thinking maybe like uh, maybe it's like about her kid or something. Oh, maybe, maybe. Um, so other superhero stuff. Deadpool three. Uh, Kevin Feige confirmed that there will be one X-Men villain from the the Fox X-Men films and one MCU villain will make a return in Deadpool 3. Confirm that. So Magneto? Probably. Um, They're saying MCU villain? MCU villain, yeah. Hmm. I wonder if they'll do like Scarlet Witch since they're technically related. Oh, I mean, not in, not in the MCU, but that is such a good point. Yeah, she's technically a villain. She was the Doctor Strange 2 villain. So, yeah, good point. Um, the return of Jean Grey, Storm, and Cyclops, the ones from the Fox. So, James Marston, Halle Berry, and um, Famke Jansen from those those movies so i'm down for that i like x-men and i like that that x-men with patrick stewart and everything so so those are from the that's from the old cast yeah those are the yeah james marston and halle berry and stuff who's jean gray who's that lady tamka jansen so it's the same one from like the first two yeah with um you know, what's his name? With you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just yeah. getting it sorted in my mind here. Cause I was like, is it the Gene Gray from the Phoenix one? Cause no, 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 no. It's the one from the ones with Patrick Stewart stuff. Yeah. That's sounds... the ones, the ones that came back in days of futures past at the end of the movie. Yeah. There's probably going to be, cause I did a little bit of time traveling in the last Deadpool. And I mean, they've done time travel in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, well, these people are confirmed. Who knows? They could be in it for 
eight seconds, they could yeah, be in yeah, yeah, good. I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to like permanently be in there, but they could easily just pop into a different universe and be like, "What's up?" And well, I would assume because he's he meet you know he's teaming up with Wolverine. They probably could just go to the the school and then they're there and talking and hanging out or whatever. Probably yeah. what's going to be. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about the old X-Men people coming back, and it's the ones that I like. So um, I'd be fine with some of the later ones, but it wouldn't make sense because they would be young. Those are young. So it'd be the older ones. Um, let's see. Speaking of people who played superheroes, The Rock confirms another Fast and the Furious movie spinoff. Hobbs returning. I mean that it made a lot of money for being just a spinoff, so it makes sense. Not going to be a Hobbs and Shaw 2. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, really, as long as it has the same kind of jank that Fast has. Yeah, he'll make another. He's gonna make another fast movie. I don't know if he's gonna. That means he won't be in the Fast and the Furious movies. Otherwise, I don't know. But I mean, they teased him at the end of the last one. Um, I think he'll definitely. I don't know to what extent he'll be in it, but I think he'll definitely be in the next one. Well, so if they actually make two more of the mainline series, that means we'll get at least three more Fast and the Furious movies at some point. Um, did someone say the series was ending or something? Because I never heard that. So well, they said this is supposed to be the big. The the big the end of the road begins with Fast X. So yeah, the end of the road till they turn onto the next road. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I liked the last one, so I'm okay with it. But uh, you know, we'll see. Could be garbage. I don't know. I don't have. I did not like Hobbs and Shot. Thought it was pretty stupid, pretty derivative. So we'll see. Um, and he has nothing else to do because uh, Black Adam and Jungle Cruise weren't uh, big hits. No starts of franchise. Scott there. Moana. Yeah, true. But that was like, he just announced that recently. That's like. I mean, it's still down the pipeline, but. I yeah, mean, sure. The Rock is going to find something to do. So I don't think uh, you need to worry about that. Yeah, but I'm sure that's barely started like that's just probably very pre-development stuff um well he might be more involved than you think he might be involved in pre-development you know i guess that's possible i'm sure he's producing um so oppenheimer is coming out in a month or so or this month? I can't remember. Anyway, I think it's next month. And um, it's going to be rated R. His first rated R movie since Memento. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Tom Cruise is mad because uh, his uh, movie uh, Mission Impossible comes out the week before. And he's mad that uh, Nolan's going to yank his uh, premium screens away a week after it comes out. Um, and then Christopher Nolan will have the premium screens for three weeks. Wow. So he's mad and he's 
um, complaining to Paramount, being like, "What's up? I, why, why am why am my stuff getting taken?" I mean, that is gonna hurt the film. And he wants he wants he wants them to move the movie back or something, which is not gonna happen. So, but I mean, uh, they might. I I wouldn't underestimate Tom Cruise. I know, but you know. Nolan left Warner Brothers for sm- small stuff, so I'm sure they would. He would leave Universal if they came. I think to they should Oscars. probably move it just a week back. Is what I would think. That way, they both get two weeks in the premium. I agree. I or just <laughs> share them or whatever. That's that they've done that before too, where they do like half of the show mm-hmm. half of the day or whatever. But um, I don't know. I'm definitely more interested in Mission Impossible and I'm going to see it the, the first weekend anyway. So, I mean, I don't, I'm pretty sure Mission Impossible is going to for sure make more money regardless. Unless this Oppenheimer is like crazy, but I don't think people are lining up to see like some three-hour movie, probably. So, <laughs> like more than three-hour movie about the bomb, atomic bomb being built. It's not really. Yeah, a- I don't. It's not a poll, really. I mean, Roberts in it, but I don't think that's enough to. His get. lead is um, what's his name? Cillian Murphy is not a draw. He's not putting butts in seats. So yeah, I, so yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't move it back. If it is it the same studio doing both or no? Paramount does Mission Possible and Universal has Nolan's movie. Yeah, Paramount best pull out the money to get that moved back or something or I don't know, but um, and that makes me worried because I had that high on my list of money making but i still think people are going to go see it regardless i think it'll definitely it's, it's going to make top five for sure yeah little mermaid dropped pretty hard uh it only made like 40 million this weekend so it's only like 300 million worldwide which is not not great so um yeah I definitely think it'll be in this this uh, weekend will be weird and um, the top five might be a weird move around this year. I felt pretty Mm -hmm. good about my my top five, but might might be in trouble. All right. Um. So Scorsese says he's making a film about Jesus because he met the Pope. So he'll go from he'll go from making movie about gangsters to movie about indigenous people to making movies about Jesus. Just a big random good, group of stuff. Good, good for him, I guess. I... Yeah, and but uh, I guess the Pope is a very interesting guy. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, that's the next movie. They'll be after this Killers of the Flower Moon comes out. Um, let's see. 
So they're make so um, a couple years ago um, when making fences, fences, Denzel Washington said he's going to make all produce all of August Wilson's plays into movies. Um, he did Fences. He did uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and the next one is probably his most famous play, which is called The Piano Lesson. Um, it'll star Samuel L. Jackson, John David Washington, who is Denzel's son. Um, produce, so John David Washington, produced by his dad, and his brother is going to direct the movie. So it's going to be a family oh. affair on that movie. Uh, well, that doesn't always work out when they do stuff like that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I like John David Washington, like Sam Jackson, and Fences, and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. If you haven't seen them, great movies. They're obviously based on plays, so it does seem kind of like a play. You know, there's a lot of seems like talking straight you know, to an audience type, but they're both very, very, very good. Great. Um, great performances. Viola Davis and Denzel Washington and Fences and uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is Viola Davis again. And um, the Chadwick Boseman, he, that was the one he got nominated for the Oscar and everyone thought he was going to win, but he lost to Anthony Hopkins. Um, so, but both good movies. Um, so that's happening and I'm definitely interested in that. Um, so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, things that I'm not really care too much about, but it was pretty, it did pretty well when it came out. The, uh, they're making Hocus Pocus three It is now in development. Um, I've only seen, I've, saw Hocus Pocus the first one when I was a kid. I don't remember much about it and I did not watch the second one. Yeah, I said we actually should have watched that for um, something. Like I think like a week after Halloween or maybe the week before mm. I was saying we could watch it. Um, it's okay. We can just jump in on the third one. I'm sure that's amazing. I'm just hoping that something else comes out interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that we could talk about that week because I don't care. Um, yeah, yeah they're they're just that one. The first one's like whole classic kind of thing, right? Yeah, it's not that great of a movie. Yeah, uh, John Wick Triple A game uh, in development. They're looking for somebody to make it. They want a Triple A yeah. studio to make a John Wick game. I've heard about this. I don't know if this is the first time, to be honest. There has been other games that weren't AAA, but yep. I mean, it, it makes sense. It really does. I mean, you, it could be any kind of game, too. It could be a turn-based game if it wanted to. It could be an action game. It could be like a Sifu game where you're just beating up baddies one by one it could be so many different types of games so i think who should make it the studio i thought of immediately and it's probably because i just played the game but uh was respawn who makes the the jedi games 
Because I like how they came up with the combat systems so they could just come up with a combat system for John Wick. And you're like flipping guys around and shooting and stuff. Could be fun. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, Yeah, that would be an interesting take for sure. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Or, you know, people who made the. Well, maybe not, but people made Tomb Raider, maybe, or something like that. Is that Square Enix, though? Uh, it's act. It's not even Square Enix doesn't even own it anymore. It's actually part of a different group. So, um, that well, style. Not, <laughs> yeah, that's not why you're looking for at this point. Um, but that kind of fits, though. Like, you know, shooting and all that stuff. I don't know if he would be a puzzler platformer thing, but yeah, I don't think it should be like a have any puzzles in it. That would, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I could see a good game with John Wick could be. I, just I mean, not... it definitely has to have like upgrades to where you can have like more ammo and faster reloads, and as long you as can it's dress them a... up in different suits, yeah, and yeah, yeah. better armor and stuff. As long as it's not crappy, like just a crappy first person shooter, I'm cool. It has to be like top down where you see him, like, you know. Yeah, you gotta see the executions. There was actually a Jason Bourne game back in the day, and it should be exactly like that because that game was awesome. But I don't. You would like. You'd have to hand to hand combat people, and that would give you like insta kill options just to like quickly take out bigger bad dudes and the thinking about it, it's like perfect but that game wasn't very good but i really like enjoyed that game but a better system around that would be great yeah i don't know i i'm you know i remember you playing that wanted game um, yeah, I, I I love that game too, but not like that one though. Yeah, more like right. the Jason Bourne one. Sounds good to me. I, I yeah, I think they could do something really good with a John Wick game if they just made straight up from the movies, or they did like you know just John Wick different adventure and they wrote the story. I'd be fine with that too. But I, I think that would be the best scenario. Would be that last movie is basically a video game, so. I don't know why they would. If wouldn't. they did, if they did the movies, they'd have to do like all three or something like that. You mean all four? Uh, that's a, kind of a lot, but yeah, all any of them. I don't think it should just be one movie, and that's the game. You could do like one and two, and then like three, and then like four. You know, three games right there. If they do specifically the movies, they have to make us be able to play as Common and Halle Berry. Yeah. And Halle Berry, you get like abilities that you get to use the dogs or something like that to attack know. certain How people. You're not John Wick. You're like the everybody else. <laughs> and you're like fighting John Wick or like a mode where you're like, you're the one fighting John Wick and you try to survive John Wick. That'd be no, fun. He wouldn't be able to survive. Be a, see how long you can survive. It's like horde mode, but you see how long you can survive John Wick. Mm. Kind of fun. Anyway, 
Um, so there's that on that, the old John Wickski. So um, I, I found it interesting that so many like big shows are ending all at the same time, pretty much within the couple months. Uh, uh, what's that? Barry, Succession, Ted Lasso, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, The Flash, Archer, The Blacklist, New Amsterdam, Riverdale, and Jack Ryan. Those are all ending in like this this season, and most of these have four, five, six. Some of them have twelve, se- you know, seasons. They're still making Flash. The Flash is ending. It, I think, it just had its finale, and that was but like its ninth season. I thought that was over. Well, yeah, it's the last one of the Arrowverse. Yeah, the CW ones was that was the last one that was still around, so I guess they just finished it up there. But I, I, my thought is why is is probably COVID, and you know they were finishing up. COVID kind of screwed things up, and then probably the writer strike probably don't want to write more and delay. I mean, I think a lot of these were already ending before this writer's strike but i don't know about all of them but some of them may have been impacted by it yeah but lots of these are like big shows drama com like there's comedies there's dramas you know i think like riverdale was big for five minutes and the blacklist and archer that's a show that you watched i don't think you're still watching it and it might be yeah um yeah i mean archer's kind of been just like they every season they put them in a different like location essentially um and they're playing like slightly different characters gotcha um so i'd say that was kind of on its last legs it's only you can only do that for so long gotcha um like Ted Lasso, I think they announced that there was going to be the final season a while back. Um, what was the other one you said? Riverdale? I didn't even know they were still making that. So, yeah. Well, I think it's funny that Flash is the only one that I watched for an extended amount of time. I haven't watched any of these other shows. I watched a couple episodes of Barry. I'd never seen success. I tried an episode of Succession. Uh, a couple episodes of Ted Lasso. Never watched Maisel. The Flash. Archer. Eh. The Blacklist. I did not like New Amsterdam. I think that's like a. Yeah, I didn't even know they show. were still making Blacklist. I thought that had been canceled a while back. Yeah, Riverdale. <laughs> never watched. And Jack Ryan didn't watch. So, but these are shows that, like, that's a lot of shows ending. I don't remember these big shows ending in that much succession. Maybe it's just, I just don't notice that much, but it's just a coincidence. I will say these shows are definitely bigger than other shows, but I mean, there's plenty of shows that end every year. Yeah. Every, every other week on Twitter, I feel like I see like, Oh, this, you know, great big series finale ending, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, and maybe I'm just noticing them more, but I just thought that was kind of interesting that that was happening. All right, well, that was 
all of the news I had this week. Um, do you want to get into our topic? Yes. What is it? Spider-Man? Is it Into the Spider-Verse? <laughs> no, that's the first one. Uh, across are talk- the Spider-Verse? Yes. All righty. We, yes. were talk- we were talking about a- Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, originally was called Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Um, so... Um, I thought this movie was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Um, I think I'm. I you know we ha- we talked watched a few days ago, so I had some more time to marinate on it. Um, I will say that is two hours and twenty minutes, but um, I felt like it was pretty brisk. I didn't feel. I didn't wasn't wondering what time it was or anything. I was, I was definitely enjoyed it the whole way through. Um, I didn't, didn't feel like two hours and 20 minutes for sure. Two hours, 15, whatever you want to say. Um, so that's good. That's means I was, um, what's it called? Engaged, entertained. entertained, engaged the whole time. So that's good. Um, what were, what did you, think just coming out what are you thinking um i'm right there with you i think for me this is probably one of the best movies that'll probably be this year um this easily unless we get you know another like seven great movies uh i this will for sure hit my top 10 for the year yeah um I think this was a fantastic movie, a fantastic sequel, which is difficult to do, especially when the first one was actually, I think, quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, if you liked the first one and you want to see the second, to go see it, it was good. I think they did, the art styles was unique the first time around. I will say it's better this time, I think. Um, it's not. I know people were saying it hurt their eyes after a while on the first one because they did, they do like that kind of like choppy effect. I don't know. Um, yeah, I will say that I felt this one was a little too frantic for me. Um, I do. With the I feel. Style? Yeah, it was very because there's a lot happening because they're doing multiverse stuff and they're going running around and I felt like a lot of lights mm-hmm. and colors. Um, I will say it was a little that is a uh, detractor a little bit for me because um, it is like I said I felt like it was a brisk pace and um, I think we sat too close by the way in our theater I think well, we should have been a row back uh, well originally we were closer um, so and I I didn't pick the seats but I tried to make sure we were farther back than we were so uh, i'm very used to sitting all the way in the back so this was yeah. well it was harder to get harder to get good seats um because yeah. this is a popular movie blue expectations out of the water it was people were saying like 80 to 100 million it made 120 million so um that's the second biggest opening this year behind mario so big opening um, for Spider-Man here. Um, I will say that this movie, 
felt a little bit more. Um, I like that they leaned more into not just Miles, but the some of the other characters. Um, a lot of Gwen. I would a lot say, of Gwen. For sure. A lot of Gwen, and I liked her character from the first one, so I'm totally cool. Um, I didn't realize in the first one she's wearing ballet shoes the whole time. Um, yeah. I like that. I think that's cool and fun. Um, that's her her backstory. She was a ballet dancer. I guess so. Before she got bit or something like that. I like that. That was cool. I don't. I I think. Um, and you know they gave some more stuff on Miles and his family's dynamic and everything, which I like. Um, but I think I like the first one more just because I kind of like Spider-Man as a street level friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like this one might have been a little crowded for me. Still a very good movie. Um, but yeah, because there's several spider people that we meet in the movie, including uh, 2099 Spider-Man. Um, who's mm-hmm. kind of our foil, I guess. I don't know what you would call him because um, he's not a villain. So, But um, we learn about him and um, we get some of our favorites back from the first. Some don't, but um, it was um, – I think it was very well done. Uh, like I said, engaged me the whole time, which is pretty rare nowadays so um the the spot was fun and kind of interesting and weird um there were some other villains that we'll talk about later um in spoilers but everyone i liked the art style where they had different people the different spider-mans from the different places right so they all had like their little art style was kind of different um yeah. spider like spider punk was different and looked kind of patchworky you know yeah. like like a like a sex pistols album cover or something something weird and funky um so it was cool um and uh yeah i'm at uh for rating i'm at an 8.5 um okay because I was a little higher when we came out, but then I thought about it a little more and I was like, well, I think I like the first one more. And how would you rate the first one? Like a nine. Okay. Um, It's so uh, you like, I like, I like the live action more just because I like live action more. But um, so there's, it's definitely they're definitely in the top five, and I would say that the second one, the second one is right behind the first one for me, um, and they're definitely in my top five of the Spider-Man movies for sure. Um, what are you thinking? Um, honestly, so the first one, these both might be like ten movies for me, maybe like. I'm definitely thinking high nine for sure, like definitely, but I'm between a nine and a 10 because like it's difficult for me to watch any kind of animated movie. Um, 
I watch anime, but um, like as far as kids' movies go, pass. Um, but this movie is on par with you know live action movies. It has a great story, great characters. They all feel believable, even though it's a make-believe universe. Um, it has heart, emotion. It's got great action. It has everything I personally want in a movie. Um, I'm very excited to see the next one. Um we can go 9.5, I guess, if you want, but I think this is definitely borderlining 10 for me. I don't, I don't see what else you could want from this movie. I think it, especially if you like, you can say like, we talk about like Dr. Strange, which is a similar multiverse movie. And we go, oh, I wanted to see more multiverse stuff, right? I wanted to see new dimensions and stuff and i think they give you this in spades you see so many different spider-mans and they do all of them well nothing was done poorly um i will say uh, for multiverse stuff i don't know if i like it that much um because yeah it's it it is uh what's it damned if you do damned if you don't because Mm -hmm. if you have not enough then people like well you didn't uh, we can explore the multiverse enough, but if you do um, a lot, then I feel like it's a lot. Like I, I don't know. It was very disorienting for me. The first one they talked about the multiverse and they brought in people from the multiverse, right? And but mm-hmm. I liked the like they gave me a few characters that I liked, um, that I enjoy, but you still had the central heart, which was his character and everything. I think I just liked it more like simpler. And this one is just like, like a lot of lore. And I'm sure there's Easter eggs that I don't get. And I'm sure there's people like, you know, nerding out watching this movie. Yeah. I can't say I knew even knew all those Easter eggs, but I think even just his story is still great and he's still growing as a character yeah and makes him very compelling to watch and then they add gwen who they do just fantastically like they're they have great chemistry as you know friends or whatever you want to call it and then they're just great on their own trying to be spider-man and spider-girl so yeah it's um i think she's spider woman i don't know spider spider gwen i don't know he's spider boy and spider girl to me they're both too young to be yeah (laughs) yeah it's interesting they're both being played by like 25 year olds but yeah Yeah, uh, Um, i mean yeah i like i like the movie um yeah, I just felt like it was a lot happening. Um, very, yeah. you know. I agree with you. I don't. I don't think they did any. Yeah, there's a lot going on, and that's what they were going for. And I think it's all great. I don't. I don't think it detracts from me at all. Yeah, I I definitely enjoyed the movie, um, and I would definitely say go give it a watch for sure. See it in theaters. 
try to see it in the big screen. You're running out of time to see it in a big screen because Transformers is right behind it. So, uh, and that's going to take the this the problem with these weekly movies is just taking these movies need to make money and they need and they're cannibalizing each other just taking the big screens away so but um i would definitely say go check this movie out it's a very good movie um i i think they have done a really good job of making miles morales his own character but also a spider-man that we know at the same time um and he's just as good as peter parker uh it's a good movie um you ready to get into spoilers uh yeah i'm ready all right so um i really liked um I, I really liked the sequence when they meet uh, Spider-Man India. Um, mm-hmm. I thought all of all of that was really good. Um, and and that is a, a, a thing about this movie is that I really liked is the music and the sound design. Like, and they changed yeah, the even the first one had great sound. It really fits the movie wherever they're at. Like. Yeah, they changed the theme to make it more Indian sounding with like sitars and stuff when they're fighting and mm-hmm. everything. It just sounds so good. This movie sounds really good and they do a really good job with putting like the pop hits into the movie or whatever and fitting that in. I will say that it was kind of it was, you know, kind of fresh and original in the first movie with Sunflower. And then this time it's just like Here's another song we're promoting. He's listening to music on his headphones. And this is a song. Yeah, the but that's can't detract because there's so many movies that do stuff like that, that it's like they're going to advertise for something. You're going to see, you know, a Coca-Cola bottle. Someone's drinking a Mountain Dew or whatever. There's always going to be product placement. But this one is just like well it was fine in the first one but they did it again they literally just do the same thing again where he's listening to music on his headphones and it's just another song yeah i I see what you're saying i it's not i'm not gonna say it took me out of the movie but yes i understand that it's listening to it on his big sony on the side headphones you know yes that's fine yeah that um so i would say that the parents i like the parents i think they do really everybody they do a good job on a lot of the characters um the parents have a little bit less to do uh there's a really good scene where he's talking to his mom about stuff and he's basically telling her wants to tell her he's spider-man and he can't Mm -hmm. tell her and then um you know it was just a very good, she's thinking he's talking about, you know, wanting to go see the girl or whatever and how he's feeling. And he's like thinking about spite being, you know, being Spider-Man. Yeah. They really capture just being a teenager, like perfectly. Um, 
and they capture the parents you know with the dad being like you're grounded for another month and another month like yeah, yeah. very funny it was funny very... it, the movie was funny um i like yeah i just i think they know what they're doing and they and it's clear that people come from um they know what they're talking about they know the comics they know and then they have just life experiences that make sense. And then they, I'm sure they mm -hmm. know how it feels or have kids or something because they're doing something right. Um, I like all the human interaction stuff. I really like, um, and you know, parent relationships, uncles relationships obviously uncles are a big thing in spider-man mm -hmm. um, they even make it that all the spider-man spider people have canon events that happen to them that are like supposed th to happen to to everybody apparently yeah. uncles have to die for some reason and yes. uh, Captain well, i mean spoiler here but we are in well, the spoilers. spoilers. But this is obviously a part one movie. And I don't, obviously, this canon event, they are going to find a workaround or something like that, um, I believe, in the next one. Well, the captain. Captain has to die. Captain Stacy or Captain whoever has yeah. to die. And, and then he's not going to be a captain anymore, so... He's he's safe, um, but uh, yeah, I just I thought all the interpersonal stuff was very good. Um, it really is uh, top tier. Like, you know, I'm getting I'm starting to tear up. Didn't I didn't? But it's like it is very gut wrenching. You know, watching what happens between them. I feel like the first one was a little more sad for me, but I think we'll get there uh, in the part two. Wait, wait, who are we talking about? The gut-wrenching stuff that yeah. was sad. I mean, I think, I mean, for the second one, I think the dad may might kick it, you know? Um, yeah. There's, they've definitely set it up to be a possibility. They're definitely preparing the audience for that to maybe happen. Um, yeah, I will. I will say that I am already getting tired of the multiverse in the fact that they say there's somebody who says, "Well, it's an inevitability. We must have it happen." For it's the same thing with time travel stuff. Yeah. You can't change anything. I, that's my problem with multiverse. It happening the way it's supposed to happen. And that way, Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara, I think is his name. I feel like he's just like, he's not a villain, but he's like an antagonist foil, yeah, whatever. Well, they show his motivations, even though it is quite quick. Quick. Yeah, um, I didn't really like that because it was so quick and it's like, you know. I but see they, what you're saying. Um, I don't. I get it. That's very. If you don't like multiverse, you don't like time travel. This probably isn't going to be the movie for you. But I think this movie, probably of all the movies, have probably done it the best. So they do. 
I would say Everything Everywhere All Once is the best multiverse movie, but this oh, is I'm definitely superheroes, but definitely a second there. Um, or that's also third, a very I contained guess. movie. They've got a lot more to work with in this. I think that's what I like about it. Um, but yes, I know, I know what you mean. I think that um, it's just like. He's like, well, you can't do this now, and this is why. And then he tells you the whole canon moments thing, which I like. And then that's where we get, of course, our little cameos with Toby and Andrew and Uncle Ben's. And, you know, you see those the people from the the live action ones, yeah. which is kind of weird seeing like live action people in this animated movie. And then they don't like talk about it. Um, you had no, when they when, when they go to the where they he has like anomalies or whatever you want to call them, and then Donald Glover's there as the Prowler just sitting there live action. Yeah, that was He's funny. like, what? And what? Well, uh, it was there, funny. I mean, he was a captured in his realm and then brought over just like how the guitar guy still has his animation from where he's at. Why wouldn't he still have the live action? Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. And they had like the insomniac Spider-Man there, mm-hmm. I yeah. guess. Yes. He was there. Yeah. Well, he was masked. So, um, yeah. yeah. So I, um, I would say that, So uh, they have all of that happening and the, I don't know, it's just a little, they just have it a way to do like him running away from all the spider people, the uh, T-Rex Spider-Man, a cat Spider-Man, different Spider-Mans from different universes, which I like all the I mean, the I thought stuff. it was hilarious. I thought it was a great action sequence. Yeah, um, and they, I really liked that they had, like, because it was, like, different training. There are, like, different training sections that they do. And I guess every Spider-Man has to hold two sides things together and bring it to get, like, uh, you know, Toby in the train and, and obviously Tom Holland trying to Bring together oh, the, the boat. Yeah, the boat. I like that. How every they had like these training things, and and the one where the cat jumps on his face and then starts scratching him is pretty funny. Yeah, and um, it hisses. It like came out of its mouth. Yeah, the webs come out of its mouth. Yeah, yeah. that's funny stuff. Like they they clearly knew what they were doing with writing stuff like that. A lot of the lore they didn't want to screw it up. Um, I can appreciate that. Yeah, the Spider Man India stuff was fun. Where they're there, um, I will say my favorite Spider person was definitely Spider Punk. Um, Daniel yeah, Kaluuya. I actually wasn't liking him at first, and I think they were kind of doing that on purpose because they were kept talking about him, and you didn't even know who he was yet. Yeah, and yeah. then as he's talking to him and stuff, and he's just like, you know, rebel against man sort yeah. of stuff, and. I ended up liking him in the end. So I just like that he has his different animation, that patchwork, like, you know, collage thing. I like, and apparently that he, they do the different parts of him are different frame rates. So mm-hmm. he looked kind of weird and patchworked together. Yeah. Um, 
it's really cool. They definitely put a lot of time and effort into the animation, which I appreciate. Um, and then with the after the, they're all chasing after him. They have, um, you know, Peter B. Parker and Mayday, his daughter. Um, you know, trying he's trying to talk miles down basically um uh, which i liked and he's like you just hold the baby you'll be fine you know you'll feel better if you hold her mm-hmm. i really like the baby and baby's you know, great he's baby's cute funny as always i love super funny and you like mm-hmm. that actor jake yeah. yeah the guy from new girl it does take um, some getting used to him but I mean, if you've seen the first one, he's he's hilarious. Yeah, I yeah, it's all the, the it's the interpersonal stuff that I like. So their t- conversation is always good and all that stuff. I would say that it doesn't get really get into really heavy multiverse stuff until like the back half of the movie. So I like the first half of the movie a lot better. Um, yeah, I really like Spider Punk and I really liked Spider Gwen. Um, and the yeah, the conversation with her and her dad is very good. Um, I will say that her so the all the colors and like she's talking to her dad and like the you could see like the walls are like melting because it's like raining or whatever and they're going for you know yeah, sadness. Yeah, when it's not working in the conversation, yeah, it's very sad looking, and then when they reconcile it becomes like yeah. pink and happy and stuff yeah it was definitely so, a style choice it was fine i like that i i like i can i really appreciate animation in that way and i like shorts and stuff and with the different animation styles and stuff like that and i really appreciate it um find it kind of interesting that her colors are the the trans flag colors um the blue and the pink and the white. Um, so I, people are theorizing so. that it might be an allegory for that. Um, I mean, I think it know. was just a coincidence, but um, I don't know. I it was she always has her, there. It was her colors that, that she wears the, the pink. She wears that pink the blue on her and white. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's just a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's a theory, obviously. It's not confirmed or anything. So, but um, I don't know. I just like how that looked. And I really, that I think if this movie heavily featured her, it was almost like they talked about her. I like that they kept the motif of when they have a new person, they kind of have their backstory and show their whole backstory with the. Spider-Man India, they showed his backstory and the girlfriend he liked and the inspector instead of the chief or whatever and all that stuff. I really liked all that. Um, Mm -hmm. I like the little quirks that they have for these animated Spider-Man movies. Um, Yeah, it's a a generally good movie. Um, Any other parts of the movie particularly you wanted to touch on and highlight? Um, I really liked the part or this is kind of like one of the moments where I tear up a little bit and like I end tear up, but like, man, this is some good stuff. Uh, that would be, um, 
in the action sequence um, with all the Spider-Man, he gets up on the train and he's all the way up at the top. And Miguel, he's basically fighting uh, Miguel one on one. And he's like, you have to do it this way. And he does his line where he's like, no, I'm going to do this my way sort of thing. He's like, I don't think you're wrong, but we can try to save everyone sort of thing. Very kind of reminds me of like my hero academia sort of thing where he's just like, I'm going to save everyone no matter what. Um, and I don't know. I like that kind of character kind of makes him like the underdog almost. So, yeah, I'd say I liked that between. Them. Yeah, I think that. um I think the Spider-Man character is obviously because they're a teenager. So it's also talking about like finding yourself or whatever. Mm, so, yeah. I, and that is clear in all the Spider-Man and they're, and they're all very distinct. Right. So they're, mm-hmm. they're finding what, what makes them, them like, it's like, you know, an anime Spider-Man and a punk Spider-Man and yeah. black and white Spider-Man. I think it's just all about what makes them who they are. So, yeah, I like that, and I like uh, Miles. Uh, I'm definitely down for more. Yeah, um, I'd say the biggest thing that hurt the movie for me was that I didn't get to watch the end. I want the next movie right now. Yeah, and, and I don't like I don't like part part one, part two movies for that reason. Um, like Fast X just ended. And it's like, all right, yeah, gotta, we don't need to talk about that trash movie. But I like that movie, but um, not as much as this. But you know, it's just like, okay, well, I gotta. Yeah, I say gotta that's wait its biggest. One. Like Infinity does it well. Infinity War did it very well, where it felt like it's still its own movie. This one, no, that annoyed me too. That annoyed me big time. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, wait. yeah, they're doing that to make you go see the next one. I think they. It worked the, for them. The problem is, is they didn't need to do a cliffhanger because everybody was going to see the next movie no matter what. But yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if there's enough, there was clearly enough content. I haven't seen the next one to tell you that, you know, everything in that one's good. But there was plenty to go over here to make this movie great. Um, and I feel like if they had put it into one movie, we would have seen, you know, probably parent stuff getting cut or something like that. I know um, there's going to have to be if with them doing it like this there's going this needs to have a really strong payoff. Um yeah. I have faith that they can do a good movie. Obviously, they've done two good ones so far, but payoffs are difficult. Endings are hard. I um, think if they pay it off well though, like this could be one of the greatest Spider-Man ending things that you know there ever has been if it pays off well this could be one if not the best trilogy ever so i think if we're talking sequels here i don't know if it's better than the toby mcguire one but i'd say it's really close i might like this one more well let, let's talk about that because i of course want to talk about our rankings of the spider-men um I have this at four right now. Um, this one into the Spider Verse, which is the first one, 
is three. And then I have um, No Way Home is my number two. My number one is Spider-Man 2. Um, I definitely think these were better than No Way Home, both of them. I do really okay. like No Way Home. I just those all of these all the Spider-Man movies are just so good. Um, the Andrew Garfield yeah. ones, you can just throw those at the bottom. Just I'm trying to gather would, my thoughts here. I have Spider-Man. I've done this before, so I have Spider-Man two or Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man two, is my bottom, and then I have Spider-Man three. Um, okay. Then the Amazing Spider-Man. I've only seen that one time, though, so maybe my thoughts would have changed, but I remember not hating it. Um, And then I have Spider-Man Homecoming. The first Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home. And then those four that I said. Across Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse, No Way Home, Spider-Man 2. Okay. I'd probably... The Andrew Garfield ones... I don't even care which order they're in. They're both at the bottom. The, the second um, one's the worst. So, okay, I I can't. It's the one with Electro. Yeah, that one is probably because I, I kind of actually liked the first one. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was it was a good enough. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are at the bottom. Um, Spider Man Three would probably. No, yeah, Spider-Man 3 there, and then the second Tom Holland one where they're like with... Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah, that one was not as good as the first one for me. Um, And then... Oof, this is where it gets difficult. I don't know if I want to say if this one... I might have to rewatch the Tobey Maguire ones, but I really like these ones. Um, I think I'll I'm tell you put, my case for Spider-Man 2 when you Spider-Man get there. Spider-Man 2 is like, great. It's a great movie. Ariel Doc Ock is great. Um, the action was really good. Is that the train one? Train one, yeah. Yeah, like the scene alone where he tells Aunt May about Uncle Ben is so good (laughs) that just that scene is like one of the best like Mm -hmm. movie scenes for me. I just love that scene is so good when he tells her and she like just can't handle it or whatever. And he's just telling her so good. And I just like uh, old Aunt May and all that stuff. Just I think that's a good movie. I would put Spider-Man one next. And then mm-hmm. our the three here that we have left, I think is all we have left. Right. You had. You have to put homecoming. Homecoming can go before the one I just said. Spider-Man one. Okay, so you have Far From Home, Homecoming, Spider-Man 1. Yeah, and I think these three, the two animated and Spider-Man 2, I need to rewatch. No oh, No Way Home. Uh, 
no, okay, no way home goes right after that one. The mm. Spider Man one. One. Okay. Um and I need to rewatch the other two, but all three of these are very interchangeable for me. I think they're all very good. Um I can't I need to rewatch Spider Man two and then the first one. I need to pick if I like the Spider Verse one or the original Spider Verse one. Better. The nostalgia I have for Spider Man two. The scene first of all, his hit uh Doc Ox backstory about his wife dying and everything is so tragic and it's such a good it's like such a blueprint for a good spider-man story and the scene in the the hospital where he his like arms come alive and the lady scratching you know clawing on the floor or whatever and everything Mm -hmm. such a good scene and and what it means to be a hero and everything and, and not, and having to, you know, his whole, everything gets ruined, his relationships and everything because he's Spider-Man. Just a good movie. Um, and it's, and I like that it's live action and that's just what I grew up with. And I just think that's one of the best superhero movies, period. So Spider-Man two is my number one for that reason. I understand that. I will need to figure that out, but these ones, this one might take my top spot. So mm-hmm. I did like this one a lot. And that awesome Danny Elfman um, Spider Man score. <laughs> so good. It, it sounds a like good a spider. Score. Yeah. Good stuff. I do enjoy Spider Man. Spider Man is definitely one of my favorites. Um, and clearly everybody's one of everybody's favorites because it makes a lot of money so and talking about this specific movie like this is the standard you want to call this a family movie it's definitely a family movie but like it nails a kid's movie a kid there's no way a kid's not gonna like this i don't see it i think this was far better than mario and i think like because it has to do the same thing as Mario, right? It has to tell you, oh, look at all this Spider-Man stuff. And Mario also has to go, oh, look at all this Mario stuff, right? And they have very yeah. similar scenes. But the movie itself is so far beyond way more interesting and so more impactful than Mario ever was. I think that Mario is so much more recognizable than a lot of the lore of Spider-Man. I agree so. with you. I agree with you. Um, and I would say that this one, I think, isn't like you can take little kids to it, but I think like older, like eight ish would probably like it more than like three year olds or whatever. Um, I mean, a three year old, he's going to like whatever is thrown up on the screen, honestly. So, yeah, well, obviously, you're not going to play. I'm saying, so list, let's say yeah. you take somebody who doesn't like Mario at all and doesn't like Spider-Man at all could care less. And they're just here to watch whatever movies presented to them. Yes. I think yes, they're Spider-Man's going to like Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I like, like I said, I like this movie more than Mario. I uh, didn't, I think you didn't like Mario as much. So I understand. Well, um, um, that's the most recent comparison to a kid's movie. You know that i can think of and i think 
what I was disappointed in Mario was that it was not enough a family movie and it was more just a generic kids movie. This has a better story for sure. Yeah. And I think Um, it's definitely going to withstand, you know, the time you can watch this 20 years from now. It's still going to be as good. Yeah. I don't, I, when I looking back, I don't know if it would have like the nostalgia, like the other ones would, um maybe not for you but for a kid who's 10 years old right now and watches this 10 years from now could easily have that yeah i would say but like in five years i don't know if i will it will be like oh yeah that super memorable scene like several memorable scenes you know i don't know we'll see but i I would say i think i would say the gwen the gwen and her dad scene I will remember. Well, I think that's another thing with just being animated in a live action. I think it's an unfair comparison, but yes and no. There's animated movies that I very much remember and stick in my head. You know, the first fifteen minutes of yeah. You were also you were also like thirteen when that came out. Yeah, well, this is the first time you experienced something like that before. All right. Well, we'll see. Let's see what happens. But good movie. I gave it an eight and a half. Andrew's final verdict is. Uh, we'll just say 10. All right. Andrew gave it a 10. Um, if I'm good. thinking about if it's good enough as a 10, I'm just going to give it a 10. Like, I never think about that. So. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cool. Sounds good. All right. We will see you guys on the next one. See you later.